This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it. As we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Good morning. Live from the laundry room, uh, Bogart's still on uh, assignment, so I'm Paul Kenny from Storage Wars Canada, and I'm with my good friend, no associate, he told me. Associate. Associate. Uh, Glenn Pye from Glory Days, here to answer your questions for the next hour of stuff you have. Like I say, this is a show where if you know what it's worth, tell us. We're, we're okay. If you don't know what it is, ask us. But we want you have to call in to do either of those. And if we're wrong, tell us we're wrong. So I don't expect many of those calls at all. Now, this is a show we're going with. Like I said, there's a podcast. You go to Zuma Radio. Wait a minute. Glenn, give the, tea, give the um, phone numbers. And then, then I'm going to say more, and then you're going to say more. Okay. All right. I'm following instructions good here today. So locally, call 416-360-0740 or out of town, 866-740-4740 and Paul store. Is it 10,341 Young Street and Richmond Hill? That's okay, easy. I could have done that. Okay. Well, what do so, you want me to do? You give the phone numbers. And just, no, it's okay. You did a little oh, bit better. Boy. So, this show here, you can get us on a podcast as well. You can go to Zuma Radio. We're on uh, 740 AM. And we're on FM station because I'm not down. 96.7. 96.7. How long have you been doing this show? Um, at least a week. But that's when you get old. Oh, just for this show. You've when been you preparing get, for a week. Yeah, when you get old as me, your memories start going When's too. my time? My time up now? No, no, right? not so soon. Um, we're going to talk about things in your basement that are worth more than your house. We're going to be talking about fake gold today. We're going to be talking about um, uh, buying local, like I said. And last week, I'm one going other to, thing. Don't what? you want to wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving? Well, that's what that says at the top of my list. I'm wishing everyone a thing, happy Thanksgiving, and now, Glenn, you do your thing. Well, and I'd like to wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving. So I'm going to I'll just, again, the numbers just quickly, 416-360-0740 or out of town, 866-740-4740. Just to trigger some memories for you, here's some items that we're looking at, old photos, gold, silver, any coinage. Signs, store signs, old general store items, uh, new old stock, like boxes of stuff that hasn't been opened, of old product, old doctor's items, glass bottles, uh, Barbies, old uh, prints, tenants, military items, beetle, any type of rock memorabilia, particularly from the 60s, 70s, all kinds of sports memorabilia to include the local teams or anywhere else, and also even European Sports soccer, people have moved over here and they have stuff from teams. I've sold a lot of the uh, Premier League stuff from Britain from vintage times. Uh, Car-related items, TV items, lunch bales, cards, games, 
ticket stubs, comics, autographs, you name it. We're looking for everything. There's two other uh, quick notes. One, and this will be a surprise to Paul, due to the success of our last one, we're having another parking lot sale at our Toronto office, 26 Ripley Avenue, which is right near the Gardner at the South Kingsway entrance. That's Saturday, October 24th. Three hours only. Obviously, it's weather permitting. We can't have it indoors because of the new COVID protocols, but we can have outdoors and we can have 25 people at a time looking. We'll all be masked up and gloved up. Everything's going to be covered. So anyway, if Paul can make it, I'd love to have him there and bring your items. We'll buy right on the spot. We'll have lots of cash. We're definitely buying items. Rain or shine? No. Shine only or a decent only. It could be a cool, that's fine, but if it's raining, we probably will have to. We're real Canadians, you know. If we have the snow come, they ruin the items. I have a lot of paper. One other quick thing, just a quick shout out to Billy Kreitzer. It's his birthday today. Don't worry, Billy. I'm coming to see you. I got a nice gift for you a little later, but I'll give it back to Paul. Okay. So this is the call in show. The boards are full. I don't even have a chance for a rant, but later on, we're going to be talking a lot of good things today. What's our first call? Well, let's take uh, Sharon, who has some old dishes. Sharon, how can I help you? Good morning. Uh, I uh, have my grandmother's dishes. They say on the back, treasure o' gold, British Empire ware, warranted 22-carat gold. Um, Okay. And I have like 11 dinner plates, 11 soup bowls, 9 bread and butter plates, 10 small plates, fruit nappies, and a a small... um, serving bowl, and I'm wondering if they have any value. Um, well, if you're planning a vacation in downtown Toronto, you might not make it. Uh, there's no, these plates, they say 22 karat gold. We can't get it off of. What this right. was, when it was decorated sometimes over here, they're in earthenware, so you can put them in the microwave. No, you can't because of the gold. They, these, the kids don't want them. They are 1930s, 40s. Um, they're good to use. You can use them. Yes, they're completely safe, but they're an earthenware rather than a bone china, and they're not really collectible in any way. The only way if someone had a half a set and busted half and wanted to fill in their set, wanted to fill it in, but um, really a lot of value. The more something to use. If I put them in auction, if you had ten pieces or a hundred pieces, I'd probably still get the same twenty dollars. Seriously, and I'm sorry. To, I'm just telling you. There are other things like we say. Uh, blah, 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 surprise. And I say this every week because it is so important. Like a single cup and saucer by Ainsley or Paragon with a big flower inside and gold and cobalt or blue or uh, green. The more, if you, the, the more color you see, the better it is. We've sold those up to $2,500 each and I can't get $20 for your whole set of china. It's because yours is for, is for good use. But the collector... And the gold like, would probably come off in the dishwasher after a period yeah. of time, right? So it does, it's, it's not sure. that uh, efficient yeah. to use, I guess. So for if fact, someone offered me two or $300 for the, the entire oh, set, it. that would be fantastic. That yeah. is a very good offer. Nobody, yeah. if I went to all the... Traveled around Ontario to the, the flea markets or antique stores, they're not going to want them any more than you guys. No, 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 no that's no, a great no. offer. You should definitely take No, it. yeah, no, that's that's like when you go outside, make sure the cops aren't outside because you're robbing them, okay? <laughs> Literally. Okay. All right, well, have a good thank Thank you so much. Have a good day. I'll cover the cups and sauces because I know I want people to get a pen and paper, make sure they both work. And when you, when, even while you're listening to the show, you can go over to your curio cabinet or where you keep your cups and saucers. 
If you can look inside the bowl and you see a lot of white, that's no good. But if you look inside the bowl where the tea normally is, and it's an Ainsley or a Paragon, and all you see is flower and color, you've got a good one. The more gold, the better it is. Okay? The brighter the color is yeah. probably better, too. Right? And that'll be worth more than most people's. As we say, things in your house worth more than your house. This is one cup and saucer that's worth more than all the, the dishes in your house. Yeah. Okay? So, thank let's, you. Yeah, right. let's take one more call before we, I think, Rick's on the line, too. But we'll go to Lynn in Mississauga, and she has a meteorite, Well, I believe. Oh, hi. What? Hi, Lynn. It's, hi. It's, uh, it's a, a rock that I think is a meteorite, but I've never had it assessed. But it it is very, very heavy for the size, and and it was something that my dad had, and I don't know where he even got it. So uh, Okay. Yeah. You don't have any story from him where he may have found no, it? No, no, he's okay. long past, so I unfortunately didn't. Uh, they, there is a way to determine that. I don't know how. It's by the weight, obviously, yeah. and the size. So the density, they can tell. You might be able to go, I don't know, unless Paul knows someone, I'd suggest going to, like, the ROM or something yeah. and get them just to tell you right. as a favor. And uh, it's easier. I mean, we could probably do it for you, but it costs us a bit of money. We'd have to do a lot of running around. If you call either Royal Ontario Museum or uh, one of the other museums right. yeah, locally, yeah. I think they could help you with it because they handle those pieces regularly. Yeah, it's about the size of a, you know, the large bowling ball. Well, oh, that's very, if that's a meteorite that size, you've got some good money there. I, yeah. I, and you can't lift it. <laughs> you, you'll have a few thousand. The funny part is, which always amazes me, and I've seen this on TV, and maybe you have, where they can tell what meteor it's from sometimes, I guess based on yeah. how right. when they, they crashed into the earth, the type of impact it had. But some of them can identify, oh, that's from this asteroid that hit the planet and such and such. It amazes me to see it. I don't know anything about but that. But it has lots of holes in it, like like indentations yeah. into it. Like sure. It's yeah, not... well, that, that's it sort of burning up when it comes yeah. into the atmosphere. Yeah. It's those little, little uh, sort of dents in it type of thing. So you could have a very nice item there, but and certainly if you get it approved, we'd be interested in buying it. But yeah. You probably could do the uh, authenticity yourself rather than involve us. Yeah, I remember the Royal Inter. I remember hearing at one time that once a week they would allow uh, you to bring things in and they would assess them, but I don't know because of the virus. Just call down and ask for somebody in one of the departments that's responsible. They'll get back to you. I'm sure they'll set up a time, or even if you sent pictures to them, they'd probably give you some idea, but they, they would probably be interested in meeting you. Now, they might try and get you to donate it. Don't oh, no. well, the deal's right, and you get enough of a tax receipt. But I actually like the look of it, so I I uh, I would you know depending on the amount of money I could get right. for it, I would I would love to keep it. Okay. See, donate. Look, big Glenn just said that you donate it, you get no money, you get a tax receipt. Yeah. I don't believe in donating to people who have more money than I do. Okay, and I know the Rom does. That's everyone. That's everyone. Thank but, you. So I don't do much donating. So, uh, and I do actually do donate, but on this case here, if they don't get you an answer and you can't get through to them, do call me at 905-737-4653 because we don't know everything, but we know people who do. Yeah, we can figure it out for you, but I think yeah. you could get a free service down there, so I'd go that step first. Sure. Thank you. All right, great. Have a nice Thanksgiving. Okay. So we're also we're going to get to Rick after the after the, do we have a break? No, this is too early for a break. I want to talk about um, gold and silver. Some fake gold out there. 
Gas station gold? No, no, this is, this is different gold. Okay. These are little packages with a plastic around them, and it'll say 999. I might say per. Are they sealed? Like They're sealed. sealed. Oh, boy. Yeah, and see, this is a two-part thing, because I have, we have in, we sell out of the store the machines that'll test these. Okay. But they're for sale in Europe for $400, and we found some this week. We found some Indian gold. For you that, to test, you have to break the plastic case. No, we case. don't. Oh, you don't. don't have to? We have a tester that'll go through the wow. plastic case. And this, if you're buying a lot of gold, you should know this. And it, it goes back to if you if something's way too good a deal, it probably is fake. Right. Okay. Not many people sell gold below its at least melt value. No, no. But no, if it's half, these are sold for $400. But it's usually the, the unsuspecting people who haven't got the machines or they or they trust someone. But they're, <coughs> they are out there. Wow. Now, we're also going to talk later on after we get back about... Um, um, the hundred thousand dollar watercolor we found in a house. Okay, they thought it was worth three thousand. We're testing it now to find out if it's worth a hundred thousand dollars. One painting. Wow. Okay, incredible. And we have another one for forty thousand out of the same house. And we're dealing with this. Where we're dealing with the gentleman's passed away, and uh, the relatives are getting it. They want to know what stuff is worth as we go along. Right. But we did find it. We're testing it right now. It's being. It'll have to be in there. We'll know by Tuesday whether it's a hundred thousand. And the other person, they don't, they mightn't sell it. Oh. But we, part of our job to tell them what they right. have. Exactly. Okay. But these, I want to say back with this fake gold, call us and we'll give we'll So give, if they buy any gold encapsulated, they should call you if it's a sealed product? No, I'll get too many calls. You would? No. So what are you asking for then? I, no, I want them just to be, be a bit wary. Okay. Buy, buy from a, re, uh, a regular place. Don't buy flea market gold. Okay. As I'm saying it here. All right. So. Um, are we going to break or are we going to Rick? I'll know in one second. I guess we're going to Rick or we're going to break. Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one. 905-737-GOLD. Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. What's it going for right now? For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Watching Sam at work, you're reminded of mom's home cooking. Make it from scratch, never from a box. Mom would always say that. Having cabinets built by new generation is a lot like that. Because when you love what you do as much as Sam does, and you're as good at it as Sam is, would you serve your family prefab? New generation kitchens and bathrooms of Guelph. Made with love. From scratch. Call 519-836-8300 and meet Sam at his family-run factory. All right, I'll leave phone numbers. Okay, we're back. Phone numbers again, just before Paul goes to Rick, is 416-360-0740 locally, out of town, 1-866-740-4740. Rick, how you doing? Good morning, gentlemen, and happy Thanksgiving to you all and all your listeners. How are things going? Great. That's fantastic. So, Paul, it's a, it's a great day. It's a beautiful Thanksgiving day. We're right in the middle of the fall market, which is really active. And, you know, Paul, as you know, uh, I just wanted to shout out all the exciting listings that we have coming out in the very near future, Paul. You know, we have one in Allison coming out 
soon. Yep. We have one at York Mills and Leslie coming out soon. Wow. Uh, we have a couple of more in Mississauga coming out. So I just wanted to give everybody a heads up. So if they want to get in early on some of these properties that are going to be coming up for sale, uh, they really need to give me a call. Uh, I'm going to give out my number now, just way, uh, in case uh, we don't later. Uh, I can be reached anytime at 416-258-3972. And I always look forward to people's calls. And, and just so you know, even though I'll be having my turkey dinner today, feel free to call. I don't mind putting the fork down for a few minutes to talk to anyone that needs to call. Uh, how are things going with you, Paul? Excellent. So I'm going to be out doing a couple of calls later on today. Mm-hmm. And um, the weather's great. I mean, it's Thanksgiving, and it's, I know it's a little tough on some people, but family's yes. important. And yes. we're, all trying to, we're all trying to get through this as best we can. You know, we're all wearing masks everywhere I go now. It's right. nice to see everyone wearing masks. I know right. that if you're doing um, uh, a virtual house thing, um, uh, yeah, listing. We, we, we definitely have our protocols that we follow because we definitely want to keep everybody safe. When we come to your home, we're wearing gloves, masks, we sanitize, we keep our distance, and we when we do show homes, uh, we make sure no no one's there. That we ask the, the whoever's selling home to leave for a few minutes so we can walk through. And then everything gets sanitized. We make sure no nothing gets touched because safety is is paramount. Safety is our number one concern because we want to keep everybody safe. And the market is really active right now. And with all these people looking to buy real estate, uh, we're doing everything we can to not only accommodate them, but to accommodate the seller and make sure it's done properly because we do have our protocols to follow and no one ever has to worry. Uh, so, Yes, you know, we will get through this and, uh, you know, we, we always try to stay positive and it's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful weekend. There's still lots to be thankful about. And I guess that's what we have to always focus on. Um, yeah. So I, and I think that's, that's how I live my life. That's for sure. Uh, so we're here to help. If anybody needs our help, if they need us to come in and, and, you know, assess their property and, and, and get them more money. Definitely give us a call because that's what we do. You know, we get it sold and we get it sold for more money. Well, that's what I want to point out that we just got when we get $140,000 for the house. Yes. Right across the street. Yeah. Right across the street. That was something. You know, and just in case we do get, because we work both parts of it, we try and sell it. There's a lot of people just go out and list it and they go home and have a scotch and water. You That's know, right. I know you're That's working right. both sides that you're trying to work. You're, we don't want to do ever do exclusives, but if we happen to sell the property that's listed, we mm-hmm. know more about it, and we are always trying to do that. You know, absolutely. And the idea so, like, is we, we get more money. more money, and we we because of our network of exposure uh, that we get for the properties, and you know, my other three rules of real estate: exposure, exposure, exposure. We offer yeah. more exposure than anyone else can possibly offer and that's why they truly need to give us a call so they, maybe they're the ones that get more money than the person across the street thank you rick now, i know what i can everybody uh, happy thanksgiving to everybody i hope everybody has a great weekend and uh, we'll talk to you next week and i'll i'll probably see you at some point this week paul take care rick okay have a great day thanks thanks people are waiting for the spring i says right now it's not when you list it, it's when it closes. 
being worried about where am I going to go and stuff like that. It's like you've got three, four months, and you can make the closing date. I just wish there is a little bit of extra demand right now for people that might live in condos that actually want to go in houses because during oh, yeah. COVID, it's much better to be in a house. No, no. I mean, who knows if we ever get pandemics in the future? Hopefully not. But a house has been more comfortable than other types. We don't say pandemic. We say blips in history. You say that. Have I? Oh, okay. So on this here, like I said, this week, um, we're also going to talk. Last week I touched on, and I didn't probably explain it well enough. I have, uh, but Phil Apps, who was the captain of the Maple Leafs, or was captain of the Maple Leafs, and then he went on a political career. I have his actual desk. I've actually bought it. You're talking about going to talk about political stuff there. But this is a case where you have actually a useful piece of furniture, not like just a program you're going to put in a pile with other programs. This is still after desk with all the provenance to go with it. Okay. Because there was a lot of players like Red Kelly, Lionel yep. Conacher, but there is some extra collectability to those guys because they crossed over into politics as well as sports. Or any of the trophies. A lot of people don't realize what they have in their basement is, you know, you talk about the jerseys. The jerseys, you should actually give out the phone numbers, but with the jerseys where people cut the, the, the crest off oh, yeah. because it's moth-eaten, yeah. and they've turned a $50,000 jersey, and it is compositely yeah. beat. Or more. Or more. Yeah. And they've turned into $500. Exactly. And it's like, and why do moths not eat crests? I don't know. <laughs> They don't like the flavor of crest. I don't know what it is, but Austin not eat crest. No, but on this thing here, and I and and because of so many of their hockey players retired to here, okay, and there is stuff in people's basements. They have it there, and it depends on what your job was. You know that uh, in um, Upichi, we have probably listeners down in London who worked in the Upichi factory. Yeah, in Toronto. Your granddad might have worked in the Parker's factory, okay? Right. An uncut sheet of cards that you might well, have rolled up in the, the Viceroy Puck factory. We've got a lot of things. That was right down in Liberty Village by the CNE, and they made all the Viceroy Pucks still around. The company exists today. but And the advertising, the Pucks aren't around. Any of that stuff, Viceroy stuff or the old stick company, CCM. I bought a lot of old CCM stuff there a few months ago. It's very popular. The diecast stuff. This is what we're trying to alert people. If you've got a Picasso on the wall... You know it's worth money. We can tell you how much worth money it is, but you know it's worth money. It's the other stuff that's in your basement that from your granddad in a, in a trunk or rolled up like an uncut sheet of cards could be worth $25,000. That's worth more than most paintings that you're going to find in, in your house. Right. And people don't realize this. This is where the history, we're trying to wake people up. You know, the comic books, the things in your house worth more than your house. Right. Okay. Well, I'd like to touch on that. Okay, but hold on. Numbers first. Okay, locally, 416-360-0740. Out of town, 1-866-740-4740. This has been my most difficult show, I must say. Why? Because your lovely wife, Marianne, has got a Thanksgiving dinner being cooked right next to us. Oh, I know, I know. I keep wanting to go in the kitchen and eat. It's hard to get through this. we got another 33 minutes and we'll start eating. Don't worry about it. Now, live from the laundry room, here is Glenn Pye from Glory Day Sports, and I'm Paul Kenny yeah. uh, from Storage Wars Canada and Consignment Heroes and Toronto Gold Silver, which is a 10000 You should have more names for your companies. Do you have another four or five names? No, no. I'm not, we'll spend the whole show just saying the names of your companies. All of these companies are at 10341 Young Street. And the number up there, if you have to call during the week, we're not open today or tomorrow, is 905 
737-4653. And I'm saying that because if you're coming down, you, have, you should make at least call to see if I'm there. If it's gold and silver and coins, we have a staff that can always help you and will get you the most money. You don't only get the most money from me, you get it from them. Like I said, this week, <coughs> I told you about where we, a guy whose friend was bringing them down, he got offered $10,000 for silver bars that we paid $30,200. Now, that might not seem like a lot to you, but it's, it's, it'll pay, pay for a couple of Thanksgiving dinners. We also had a, uh, the uh, lady had $5,000 of costume jewelry, and we ended up paying her $17,200. And we still owe her a bit more on gold because we found some more gold in other things that she gave us. Plus, last week, and I don't know if I went into it enough, the dog story, where a person went into one of these big jewelers in uh, Hamilton. You're not selling dogs now. No, 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 no. Okay. But she, they, are, they needed the money to, to, to have an operation on their dog, and they got offered $300. And we paid him nine seventy. And in fact, one of my guys down in, down in Hamilton called me up. I did it over the phone. and said, "Yes, if that's what it weighs." I did it blind. I said nine seventy. Maybe okay. we can get the dog to call in just no. to give a testimonial how you say them. No, the dog acts up, but the dog is still under. I have pets. I have pets. Okay, but I'm just saying. But this is a difference. I mean, the difference between thirty thousand and ten thousand, and it was his friend bringing him downtown. Okay, all right. That's <laughs> the first rant of the day. Okay, I, I want to touch on some political stuff. Okay, when and then we're going to go to a call. Okay. Uh, yes. Well, it was a tie-in, but you kept going. Anyways, uh, people probably have a lot of this stuff. Your parents, obviously, and grandparents. But political items obviously could be worth way more than your house. There are some. I, I just checked this morning and on some items that have sold over the recent years. And obviously the biggest items tend to be U.S. related, which would be a George Washington, Lincoln. Some of them go for $15, $20 million. But John Kennedy stuff's worth a lot. Most presidents all have good value in their items. You know the political bit buttons? You've seen the pins. Okay. Yes. Uh, Little little pin backs, right? Yeah. This is Franklin, FDR. Okay. That's not that old. That's 30. Uh, A pin just sold, I think, $17,000. I have to check it out. $17,000 $17,000 for a pinback. It's probably one that wasn't more commonly made. And people, if you're a collector at FDR, you want one of every type of pin. So that happens. I mean, the presidential stuff's wacky. I got this week some items from Camp David. Anyone okay. who goes to Camp David, they give them gifts. I got like a briefcase and a, a special plate that they made from Camp David. It's collectible. Air Force One. Anyone who's on Air Force One. I've had cigarettes when they used to have cigarettes. Air oh, yeah. Force One matches. Oh, really? Uh, bags of candy all say Air Force One on them. Uh, the, the presidents always get a bomber jacket, JFK's. This actually sold for about a million dollars from Air Force One. Present, only a presentation jacket. But the, the, the more famous ones that you might remember is Ronald Reagan. He gave out uh, jelly beans because he ate jelly beans. They had special Ronald Reagan-made jelly beans. Clinton gave out M&M's. These okay. were their favorite candy in the... The uh, company makes it for them, and then they have little giveaways. They have a little present seal on the M&M? Yeah, by all means, I the whole thing. I think you're making this stuff and up. It, okay. So other things that really go well, and particularly, I, I mean, all the stuff's collectible. Obviously, the older it is and the more notoriety the person has, the more it goes for. But old political signs, buttons, Christmas cards. Now, we people have a lot of items here from both 
some items here are signed by royalty that are sent to Canadians. So you can have a queen, like Queen Victoria used to sell, uh, sign a lot of the land grants. But you also get from governor generals. Now, governor generals are kind of interesting because one is Lord Stanley, and his stuff's worth a lot of money. And they so, go downhill from there. Well, yes, but still you have um, an interesting one is uh, Bing of Vimy was our, our governor oh, yeah. general, but Lady Bing, and yeah. she signed letters. And the trophy in the NHL for the most sportsmanlike player is named after her. Who would a photograph of um, Stanley be worth? There's very few around. I actually have one, and it was done by, it obviously predates Karsh, Topley, I think. They were the yeah. most famous photographer in Ottawa at the time doing all the politicians. And I have one of him and one of Lady Stanley, yeah. both separate. And um, I, I think they're probably worth about... That one, it's so unique and it's bigger. There's been a lot of little cabinet-sized postcards for this. Over five thousand dollars. Lady Stanley, maybe five hundred to a thousand. The interesting thing was in that it was a whole collection of photos, and both of them are signed, by the yeah. way, mine at the bottom inside. And they signed Lord Stanley because, unfortunately, when you deal with guys like that, they have all these titles. Their name changes all the time. Well, in Derby. Yeah, he was Derby for yeah. a long time, and it's still collectible, but people want the name Stanley in there because that ties to the Stanley Cup, so that stuff goes for more. But uh, I got this collection with the two signed photos and then various other top leagues, one of the Governor General's residents and one of Parliament Hill, okay. whatever. And one of the photos was um, a, a picture of the – they used to have a toboggan run in the back of Rideau Hall. Okay. And people would come on the weekends, you know, the women in their yeah. nice gowns and your your horse with the sleigh behind it. And this gentleman wrote at the bottom, he said, this is the toboggan run. I went down with Lord Stanley, who made it part of the way. So I guess he fell off halfway down, but kind of a yeah. unique thing. And when you get something like that, people like that. Yeah. But, but other things politically, any of, like most of the Christmas cards sent by prime ministers usually are signed. So we're looking at that. Obviously, signed books, old photos, Karsh photographs are very good, not just prime ministers, anyone else. I bought this week a Bill Clinton autographed used golf putter. You sure. buy this stuff. And it, now, you, one thing you do have to watch is authenticity. All the items I bought this week were authenticated by the presidential library. A okay. lot of your authenticity will come from their libraries because they're retired now. They all have a museum store in there, and you get that type of thing. But they're definitely the stuff is good. If you find it, we want to buy it, or yeah. we'll at least tell you what it's worth. Sorry oh. for taking so much time. No, no, but that's this show is about information that people don't realize they have. I mean, you just talked about American stuff for their no, I mean, the, the, the governor generals and prime ministers. Yeah, no, no, the prime ministers are worth money, but the governor generals who cares? Well, yeah. but those three, we want Bing, Earl Grey, oh, donate yeah. the Great Cup. People pay for that too, and also Minto, which is a little cross trophy, Minto. was a governor general. So there's four already that have sports connections. So they just donate the cup, which is worth $50. Oh, okay. we should go to a call. Okay. We've got James and Don Mills, who has a 1942, 1842 Bible. Okay. Is it a family 18, Bible? 1842. Yes. Okay. Now, it's not so much the age, but if it's a family Bible, 1842... And what we want to have is the genealogy. We want to have the whole family histories in them. If it's just the St. James Bible that used in church and brought to church, came back, so it's the family Bible, the big, thick ones. They're usually in leather. They have sometimes they're gilt, they're really thick leather. It's almost like it's like a board. They even have a latch on the side. And have sometimes. a latch sometimes. Those have, I've sold those up to $2,000 on our show. We had a Bible worth about $7,000, and that's because the church 
wanted to burn them all. So, were, so what's yours? What type of Bible is yours? This, this Bible here was printed in 1842. Yeah, and inside of the Bible, it has um. Pictures like stencils or boil or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Okay, how, what size is it? Is it larger or smaller? It's a, it's a large Bible, and it says here, uh, just a second. The large ones are better, right? Should be yeah, better. Yeah, yeah. there's two things about the Bible that will drive them. When I said genealogy, or who it's illustrated by. Suppose it's illustrated by a guy, Augusto Dorr. His illustrations will sell for 50 to uh, 75 to to $100 a piece. Okay, and, and if it's illustrated by him, that'll be worth a bit more. He also is famous for we, illustrating so Paradise he, Lost. We should send you pictures of the front, back, and maybe yeah. a couple of the illustrations. If you, you could uh, one illustration, one illustration will be enough. If you could send pictures along that to Paul, do you want to give your email or um, you can send me an email at sales s a l e s. I know where your place is. Pardon? I do know where your place is. Oh, you to bring it in. Yeah, bring okay. it in, but make okay. sure I'm there. Um, I we we do not um, discard Bibles. We try if even if we're not selling them, you we try and give, we find a home for them. Uh-huh. Uh, um, I mean, I think it's much better to give to the world. That's one thing I don't mind donating at all because I think it's helping along. Okay, but okay. If one more thing. family Bible, family Bibles will have the ones that have some history in them from that time period, like. You know, grandfather and great grandfather and stuff like that, and the marriage certificates gone through them. They will be worth um, seven hundred, five hundred, seven hundred thousand dollars because people are buying those. Okay? Just to get an example of the church Bible, like yeah. one that was heavily used in a church but still intact. What would that be worth? Hundred to two hundred fifty. That's all, even from that era. Because they mean a lot. Okay, Guess yeah, what? Yeah. No, they, they the Bible they printed more than one. You know, and but all right. Well, thanks for your call. You're welcome. The other thing I want to talk about here is we'll get the gold and silver prices right after we come back and after Glenn gives the phone numbers. Okay. Should I do that now? Yeah, because okay. then we're going to go to a break. All right. And then we're going to do gold and silver and more calls. Locally. And one more rant of Paul's coming up. We'll find something for him to rant about. 416-360-0740 or 1-866-740-4740. Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you, sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction held every month is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD. Place over a hundred vendors under one antique roof, all competing to give you the best deal. What do you think happens? The new Southworks Antiques in Cambridge, all 25,000 square feet, sat across the Grand River in Cambridge, selling antiques and nostalgia. The kind of neat stuff that has drawn Paul and Bogart here for more than 20 years. Passing through Cambridge? Stop by Southworks Antiques on Water Street and help yourself to free parking. You're going to be here a while. SouthworksAntiques.com. Let's make a deal. Good morning. Live from the laundry room, we're back. We're also going to give you the gold and silver prices. And I want to talk about this for sure. Get a pen, get a piece of paper, make sure they both work. 
and you know I'm going to talk about home hardware, and then you should get a, a little bit of fruit scale from them. They'll give you the grams. They're like 10, 12 bucks. On this case here, one gram of 18 karat, sorry, 10 karat gold is 2841 That's $28.41 per gram. If you have 100 grams, you're going to get $2,800. 14 karat gold is 39.77 per gram. Now you can also, like you say, you can phone us up. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, 18 karat gold is 51.14, and 22 karat gold is 62.50 per gram. So if you have a necklace weighing 50 grams and it's 22 karat, we pay you. Not that it's worth. We'll pay you. $3,125. I can't overemphasize this because a lot of our competitors who say, oh, we're paying 80%. Well, then what you got to ask them, and you got to you calculate there, how much is 80%? What are you paying me for 14 karat gold? Don't tell them because they say, oh, we're paying 80%, we're paying the most. They're not paying the most. They're not. They're li- Every time they're saying they're paying the most and paying 80%, they are lying. Okay. All right, now, calm down. Okay. Calm down, relax. Silver, sterling silver, 78 cents, 78 and a half cents per gram. That's for your cutlery, your costume, sorry, your silver jewelry, mainly the cutlery or your tea set. I saw a person yesterday going to my neighbor, and they got beat for $500 because we would have paid more just by the weight on it. Uh, 800 car- um, gold silver is 67 cents. Now, we also buy silver plate. Now, this is coming. Okay. This is uh, that time of year. Oh, the board's full, and I have my best story. Yeah, yeah. No, no, this is my best story. Okay, we'll go to the calls. Okay, we'd like to go to call. Just before we go to this call, Mike, I just have an interesting story about Alan Eagleson. So I owned the, I opened the first sports bar in yep. Toronto in the early 80s, the office. And we weren't too far from Mimico Correctional Center, where <laughs> Alan Eagleson happened to be incarcerated. <laughs> so what we did when Alan Eagleson was taken out of the Hockey Hall of Fame, we had a Hall of Fame in our restaurant. Just to make him feel better, we inducted him in the Office Sports Bar Hall of Fame. So he was still in a Hall of Fame, but not the Hockey <laughs> Hall of Fame. He did he make an appearance? No. Never. Well, he couldn't. We couldn't get him out. <laughs> anyway, go ahead, Mike. That's sweet. Hi, guys. Um, I've got this uh, promotional uh, record. It's a floppy record. Like back in the 60s, they used to right. yeah. sell oh, these 45s. You know, okay. used to get them on the back of cereal boxes, etc. right? Yeah, in Coke, well, Coke cartons, they'd put them in. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, right. So uh, sometime back in the 60s, Alan Eagleson was running for alderman in Mimico. Right. Really? And, uh, he put out this promotional record. And the endorsers were Bobby Orr and Bob Bond. Oh, I don't that know if you know this, Orr. but he ripped those guys well, off big time, right? Bobby Orr was his partner for a while in all Canada yeah. sports. They uh, exactly. ran sports promotions down at the gardens. Right. Now, this there would be no... Who would you say if you had that, Glenn? What would you sell for? Is there a picture of Orr or just his name on it? Uh, it's just his name on, I believe. I don't have it with me. I have it packed yeah. away. I, a bunch I of think them. it's probably worth about $75 yeah. at retail, oh, cool. something like that. Oh, yeah, no, it's, but you're going to have to wonder about this. The person who buys it is going to try and take up the ore and get him to sign it. No, that ain't going to happen. Yeah. On, um, that yeah, may, remember the old Esso um, records? It like, looks yeah. like one of those. Exactly. And also, hockey um, talks. Yeah, hockey talks. They're worth about 200. 
Two well, the full set of 10. Well, yeah. They're worth 10 to 20 each, although you see people selling them for $60. We'll sell them for 15 to 20 Yeah, so. yeah. But it's, it looks like that. And also, uh, one of the other pop, I think 7-Up, no, Canada Dry came out with a right. set as well. As well so any of this stuff, a lot of people think when we talk about cards and memorabilia, um, they think that's the best stuff is usually the, the oddball. The oddball, the stuff. Remember the York peanut butter? Remember the little glasses? Yeah, yeah. Those are like a hundred up to three thousand dollars. Up to thousands, yes. So this is the stuff that people have up in the cupboard, and it's the food. They're called food issues, and they're always a smaller. Like everyone remembers a little um, Jello coin, sure, okay. or even those glasses in the seventies, the Pulaski's or whatever, with the caricature of the point. Oh yeah, you yeah. Multiple hundred dollars for those, four or five hundred sometimes. And a lot of people bring in their cards. I left this at home. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you brought up a good subject here because it's so large. Like even Coke bottle caps used to have pictures of hockey players on them or uh, uh, football players. Right. Okay? Yeah. So thank you very much for the call. Wonderful. Thanks, guys. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Happy you, buddy. Yeah. I have another call from Lyndon in Toronto. Hello. Hello, Lyndon. Go ahead. Yes, sir. Good afternoon. Good morning. Good afternoon to you. Yeah, the show was. I, I appreciate your show. I was enjoying it. It right. started out good, but now all of a sudden you have some radical quarreling and fighting. This one here fight against that one, that one fight against the other. Like I said, somebody get inside of somebody <laughs> brain. I can't understand what you're saying here. Do you yes. understand? I, I so missed you, it. If you, you, you can say a little no. slower and repeat yeah, it. Yeah, no, I think we have to go on is. Uh, you write it down and talk to me in my store at 905. I think we got a bit of a bad line with you, but it, it will yes, give you 905-737-4653. Okay, now call me during the week and I'll be able to understand what you're saying on that, okay? Thank you very much for the call. Now, I also, I just want to give a story. I know we have a call there, but I want to go into the story. About silver plate. This is a time of year where people, and then you got married in 1960, 50s, 60s, and 70s. People went to one of some of the big jewelry stores downtown, and you were on a registry and you got silver plate. Right. And this is where and people got this at home, and they get it as a wedding gift. And when the person comes over to visit them, they have to clean it up and put it out. And then the person who's visiting them leaves, they just put it back in the closet. Okay. We're buying that silver plate. Okay. And it's, the thing is, this happened, and the kids don't want it. No. And we all know this. The kids don't want to clean it. They don't even know what tea is, I don't think. There's no collector's value. There's no collector value to it. But we will buy it, the silver plate, and we'll pay you by the pound. It's not as good as what we pay on gold and silver, but we still buy it rather than throwing in the garbage and getting nothing. Because I know from a fact, I've been told this, I didn't know right away, but the garbage man does not go around with a checkbook. All he does is take the stuff and then you bring it to us, the good stuff. So it's better for the environment too. You're actually recycling the uh, yes. metal. We're recycling it. We're not. We're, we're. We're. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care if it's monogrammed. I don't care anything about it because we are crushing it. Okay. Now, the silver plate is important. Now, the other thing before I go on, I just want to say, if you're buying silver and gold, got to do the same thing that I tell people to get two. Uh, appraisal. Get a second opinion. When you're buying, like yesterday, a guy was in my store and he wants to buy a thousand um, maples. 
I told him, I gave him the price. He says, well, that's $1,000 next to, that's to my neighbor who is right on the other side of the wall. And I says, yes. I said, we sell for less. I have an unfair advantage over him. I don't have his overhead. But you sure you're making money? Yes, I'm making money. We're just making reasonable money on it. But you're saving $1,000. It's exactly the same silver. It's not 2020 silver, but it's... Can we go to a call now? We can go to a call. Okay, we have Bob in Fenelon Falls, and I think we have another Bible, and it's dated pretty close to the first one, 1843. Yes, hello. How are you? Fine. Uh, it's uh, an American Bible. It says American Bible Society. It's Hartford, and it's Andrus and Son, S. Andrus and Son, 1843. Now, is there any... Um family history in it or is it a family bible or one that you know using in catechism class no it's uh passed down by the family it's my my wife's family it's passed down does it have any pictures in it like some of the prints that they do yes there's uh i there's one on the front and there's some pictures in there okay i think if you've got a couple pictures of that you could tell them exactly what yeah. it's worth paul we probably need to see it so you might need to either Come into Paul's store or text him yeah. or email him a, a picture, and, and then we can tell you precisely the value. But it goes okay, down to um, history. It's 167 one. pages. It's what? 167 pages. That's a small Bible or really small it's print. small print, or, yeah, or they're missing something. Uh, it's really small. There's a lot of print on each page. Yeah, no, or um, it might be just a New Testament. Um, but I can say, Anything with the Bibles and uh, religious. Remember, did I ever tell you, we went to a house, and they had, I think, 14,000 pounds of religious books. But it happened right before the pandemic, before the blip in history, and uh, we never got back to them on it. They had 14,000 pounds, and they have them all in, the, in order. Who has their collection weighed in pounds? Um, no, that was my estimate. I didn't okay. count the books. Okay. <laughs> you just knew you didn't want to carry them. I know, no. I knew that Bogart. No, Bogart knew that he didn't want to carry oh, on. Right. Thanks for the call. Okay, thank you. Take You're care. Welcome. Okay. Oh, we also have a chump chart alert. Remember, we're talking about. Oh yeah. Okay. The, the chart. I know their collectors are chump charts, and then we're trying to go back to history. These chump charts are worth money. Yeah. And everyone knows they used to go down to Sam's, or they went down in their local station, and people collect them. Now, after people have four, three or four years, they say, "I want to collect them all." We found that 1964, uh, August, the end of August is actually uh, 29th or something. 29th does not exist. Yeah, so, so I have a full run, yeah. and I'm missing one chart. And I tell Paul, he bought a collection. I bought a massive collection. I probably have the most chump charts of anyone in the world, although people will phone next week and say no. But I have thousands and thousands. I go, Paul, I can't believe it. I need one chart. I'm missing a couple in 57 the first year. I have everything else up through the 70s, into about 70. And then I have lots after. I just haven't sorted those to see if I have the full amount, full set. But I'm from 64, I missed one. I go, how can I be not see this chart? After all these years and all the shows I've been to and the collections I've bought, sure enough, Paul informs me that the week after, September 5th, there's two different charts. There's two different charts. Which one is really the August 29th. And I had both of them. I had both charts from September 5th. Now you can start collecting something else. Now yeah, now I'm done with that. we got to move oh, on. But, uh, yeah, I want to talk to you. But that makes that one worth more money because it's an error chart, right? So there's a little error. bit of interest there. You no, know, it's okay. It's an error chart. Yeah, they just misstated it. Yeah. Okay. So 
people are, if you have any questions on chump charts, we know it all. And they are worth money. People Not just chumps, CKFA, all yeah. the channels. Okay, switching the subject here for a minute. All the people who bought those 20 for 20 silver coins off the mint, they're about a third of an ounce, and a 50 for 50 and 100 for 100. <coughs> Our advice is to turn them back into the bank before the bank stops taking them, okay? And buy real silver with them. Like they're only a third of an ounce or something like that, and they'll, the bank will give you your $20. Take the $20 and buy silver. Because how much silver content's in those? Like $7 well, eight dollars? Yes. Yeah, what they've done is they've actually stopped doing it. If they were complete. Because they were ripping people off yeah, a little bit? Well, I don't want to say. I can't say. I don't want to okay. get told. So, they were taking advantage of people okay. non, non, not knowing. So these 20 for 20s, you have them. Bring them into your bank. Get the $20. Buy silver off of Paul. Buy silver off of me. Buy it off anybody. Buy real silver. The other thing I want to talk about, and people this week are worried, and we're going to keep it on our radar, people have $1,000 bills and the ones and twos. They're talking about discontinuing them, okay? Now, you can't bring 1000 into your Tim Hortons, we wouldn't anyway, but they won't even take ones and twos. They are, as we know it, the Canadian government has never discontinued a single bill Okay, that you can always take it to the bank. Because we had some people this right. week, oh, i got to do this before January. We will keep, if the law changes, we'll let them know. We'll say it on this show. But we are monitoring it because people with their old money, like if you see, if you get to go to Switzerland and you have a mattress and you slice it open, there's a bunch of bills from 1960. They're not worth anything. Right. Switzerland discontinues its money. Okay. It is like all you guys, a lot of paper. If you do the same thing in Canada right now, you have a 1954 notes, they're still worth bringing into the bank. But if somebody does it quick and they have a $1,000 bill in nice shape, would we pay them $1,100 for it? Uh, we got a couple graded this week. I'm not going to take, I, we can get them graded. It just depends for how nice it is. They have to be perfect. If it's beat up, get your 1000 But if you have a $500 bill, it's worth about fifty thousand. I didn't even know there was five hundred. Well, most people don't, but they're worth about fifty thousand. Canadian five hundred dollars. Yeah, there is for sure. Now, these are things when you go to the safety deposit box and Grandpa. This is generally happens with the states and the lawyers because the safety deposit box is in the bank. The bank is there. The bank says, "I'll take your old money." Dumb thing to do. Bring it to us at least to tell you if it's worth money or not. The bank is just going to give you face for it. We will give you more. <coughs> like I just said about yeah. the $500 bill, it can be worth $50,000, $60,000, depends on the shape. And if you bills out of the 1930s and 40s and 20s, those are worth a $10 bill can be worth 100 200 300 This is why when you go to the bank and you go in the safety deposit box and find them because they've been sitting there all this time, you should be, don't give them to the bank. Okay, you give the banks your twenty twenty coins and your fifty for fifty coins. Don't give them your cash. I mean, don't give them uh, the cash you find in the safety deposit box. Can okay. I can I talk quickly about civil rights items? You can as long as it takes up less than four minutes It'll and thirty four seconds. Two minutes max. But one area that's really taken off, and I think Black Lives Matter and other civil rights things, and maybe Trump's helped along this issue. I don't know, but. These have gotten a lot more attention by the public. And as a result, there's more people that want to collect mm -hmm. them. And so you'll get, like, uh, if you go back to the black civil rights movement, I mean, Martin Luther King stuff is over the top. Oh, is it? Very okay. expensive autographs, handwritten, especially if they have an element to them 
where he talks about racism. I have a friend who has a Jackie Robinson letter. Once Jackie retired from the Dodgers, he went to work for Chalk Full of Nuts as sort yeah. of a, an ambassador for them. And he would write these letters, and it was always great if he'd say, I really appreciate your thoughts about our cause to better the, you know, the, they called them Negro at the time, the Negro people in the U.S. and whatever. And if it has that type of content, they're worth more. But Jackie Robinson stuff sells. We we sell just photos of them. People just in a ballpark take a picture. Get up to eight nine hundred dollars. What's the ball worth? A ball, single sign ball, nice, probably five six thousand dollars. Okay. Sure. And he was in Montreal. Just the programs yeah. of him playing here even if they're local yeah. Toronto people. So Montreal Royals play in Toronto, 47, I believe, 47, yeah. 46, whatever. He was there one year. And uh, they go for five dollars $600. And then a year or two later, Clemente was with the Royals. And those yeah. are highly collectible. But the civil rights you know, items... How do we put a Clemente? No. It was great arm. Can he hit? Go ahead. <laughs> exactly. But the, the, there's people sold recently from the 68 Memphis sanitation strike, the signs that say, I'm a man, I am a man, and they went for over 2,000. And then that takes us back to Black Americana, the uh, which is quite collectible, as well as a lot of the stuff now that's being discontinued, Aunt Jemima, Uncle Ben. Uh, we're even finding amongst the Indian stuff and the in- indigenous people, the uh, Washington Redskins items have suddenly become more collectible because they've got rid of the name. And wow, yeah, Cleveland retired the Indian image that they had. So if Chief Wahoo, Chief Wahoo, yes, exactly. So all those things that's added extra value to them and made them more collectible. And there, I got two minutes and I'm done. Back to you. Okay, gold and silver price. I got can't, I can't overemphasize this. Some people might have missed it. I want to give you these prices, and just we will tell you. And on the inside, 10-karat gold, it'll say 10K. That means it's 10-karat gold. You can weigh this. And that's, please, before you go into us, before you go into any place to sell your gold, know what it weighs and have an idea if it's gold or not. Now, a lot of people have European. They have different markings inside, yeah. do they not? They don't and take care? Do, no, no, we can do but a lot have numbers. Okay. They'll have 375, which is 9-karat right. gold. 750. Okay is 18 karat You know gold. how to value all that. We know how to do it. And if you're in a place and they can't tell you the carrot of your gold, don't walk out place. of the house, <laughs> run out of it, okay? I mean, seriously, I can't overemphasize this. You only get to sell it once. They're not going to give it back, okay? And they'll take advantage. Like I told you, these are real things that happened. I went down to those places on Avenue Road and, and Edmonton, and they were trying to give me $1,500 for $2,600 worth of gold, after 20 minutes of, of arguing with them, okay, they wouldn't go any higher. So when they say 80%, ask them what the calculations are and know what my numbers are here. When I say 10 karat gold, we're paying you 28.41 per gram. Ask them what they're paying per gram. If they don't know this, they shouldn't be in that business. You have to ask these questions. They will not answer you the first time. You have to ask them. And get a second opinion. There's no thing. You don't, while the gold is in your hands, some of these places will take it from you, put it in the back, and you never get to see it. They'll bring it out in the muffin tin again, and you don't get to really touch it, okay? This is your gold. This is, you only get to sell it once. It really is worth money. The other thing I want to talk about is in some of these auctions, some of these auctions have these mystery bags. Right. I think those no, are illegal. Yeah, they are. It's like game. 
I mean, well, how could people buy these things? Okay, I know you're getting upset. Don't forget our garage sale. Oh, no, the garage. the parking lot. Are you going to show up? Will I'm, you be there? Yes, as long as okay. it's not snowing, raining, okay. or hailing. 10 to 1 o'clock, Saturday, October 24th. Bring your items, or if you're looking for items, we'll have where, to Where, where, where? 26 Ripley Avenue in South Etobicoke, right next to Grenadier Pond. Okay, there. wait a minute. And Be safe. Happy Thanksgiving. Wear a mask. All the Buy local. Take care. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.